going. I get nervous. Shabbos. Today's daf is Vov, and we're already on daf Vov. We made some headway. We're going to pick up with a new parak and um, a continuation on the halachas of an axe goring. I want to give a short introduction because it's fascinating. Get it for this. When an axe, which is a tam, gores, okay. What's the halacha? The victim gets, receives chati nezek from the body of the ox. So listen closely. Listen closely. Let's say I have an ox that gores Reuven's cow. Reuven is going to get half the value and he's going to receive ownership over my ox. So now I own half the ox and Reuven owns half the ox. The ox goes and gores Shimon's cow. Now who's going to be responsible to Shimon for the Chatzinezek? And how much money does Shimon get paid? Let me explain the two sides. Do we say that the original owner of the ox is going to pay half damages to Reuven and then pay half damages to Shimon? Or do we say that, one second, once your ox scores Reuven, Reuven's ox, Reuven automatically receives half ownership over the damaging ox. And now when it gores Shimon's ox, Shimon can collect payment from both the original owner, owner and Reuven because they're both partners in the ox. And now that the first victim took half ownership, when it gores again, he's going to be mechuyev as well to Shimon. Okay? Interesting. Fascinating uh, Shiloh here. So we're going to see it's in Machleikas how to view this in the Mishnah. So here we go. Zok the Mishnah. And by the way, this parak is named Sharshanagach Dalibhei. Okay? You have an axe that gores four or five times, one after another. First it gores Reuven's axe, and then it gores Shimon's axe, then it gores Levi's axe, then it gores Yehuda's axe. The halach is, Yishalim la'achrein shebahem. Yehuda will call him. The last victim is the one who's going to get the half payment first, before anybody else. Now you'd think, what's the logic behind that? The first one that you gore should be paid first. So as we're going to see, potentially not. Because if as the ox gores, each victim becomes the new owner and a part owner, so then by the time it gored Reuven's ox, both the original owner and Reuven, Shimon, and Levi are all mechuyiv to pay half damages to Yehuda. So he's the one who's going to get a full 50%. by And if there's any money left after we pay half damages to Yehuda, any value left in the damaging ox, then so the value is then going to go to Levi, because at the time that it gored Levi, Reuven and Shimon were already owners. So the bottom line is, the last guy to be damaged is the one who's going to get first dibs on the payments. Why? Because the first victims become part owners. Divi Rebbe Meir. This is the opinion of Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Shimon, Rebbe Shimon says, no. He says, this is how it works. 
If you have an axe that's worth 200, that gores an axe worth 200. And let's say it's a short tam. Okay, it's a tam axe. The carcass is worth nothing. So how much is the original owner going to have to pay Reuven for the damage? $100. Okay, $100 axe, gores a $100 axe, completely kills it, no value left. So the original owner has to pay Reuven 100 bucks. Now, so Zenaitomana. Each one's going to own a hundred. Now let's say this original axe goes and gores Shimon's axe. That's worth 200. So now keep in mind, I now have an original axe that's co-owned by the original owner in Ruvain and it gores Shimon. So here we go. Shimon takes a hundred. V'shalafanov and Ruvain, the first victim, he's going to split the body of the damaging ox, the remaining hundred, he'll split with the first owner. If the same thing happens again, the last guy takes a hundred, and the guy in front of him is going to get a flat 50, and the remaining two are going to get 25. Okay. So that's the, the first opinion the first approach is the opinion of Rabbi Meir, who basically just says, you always pay off in full the latest, uh, the latest victim. And then we have Rabbi Shimon, who really breaks down the numbers for us, and he says that it all, you know, it's, it all uh, depends. Because each time there's a new goring, there's going to be new claims on the, uh, on the remaining amount. Okay, that's Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Shimon. Now the Gemara says, one second, one second. We know previously that there's a dispute. We learned earlier in the Masechta a few times already. There's a dispute between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel. When a shar tam damages, does the victim um, become a partner in the axe? Or is he just compensated as a lender? As, as if the damaging owner is now a borrower. He's like a balchayv to the guy. Now, says the Gemara, Masnisin money. Who's our Mishnah following? Is it following Rabbi Shmuel, who says that you're like a Balchayv? Or is it like Rabbi Akiva, who says you're a partner? Says the Gemara, the like Rabbi Shmuel, the like Rabbi Akiva. Our Mishnah does not seem to imply like, uh, seem to imply like either one. And I'll tell you why. Who says that when that Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, who are all the victims, they're considered lenders. Then why, why is the last guy the one to get it? The first lender who's responsible to should be the first one to receive compensation, should be the first one to be paid. Why is it the last guy? The only logic to say the last guy gets paid is if all the first guys are co owners in the ox, because now they're all responsible to him. But hold on, listen to this. Ikra Bakiva, if you're gonna tell me that everybody takes on a partnership, the Yomar Tura the Shutvinu who says that each time you become a victim of this axe, you become a partner in it. I don't understand the statement in the Mishnah which says, Hayesh by Miser, if there's any extra payment after paying the last guy, after paying Yehuda, we'll call him Yaksha Lishalafonov, Levi is the next guy to be paid. It's not true. Because by the time we damaged Ruven, by the time we damaged Yehuda and he takes payment, the first three are all pre-existing partners. Lakula mi boile. It should be that the the remaining amount is returned to 
the original owner and Reuven and Shimon and Levi, and they should all get an equal amount. It's not that first you pay Yehuda and then you pay off Levi. So either way, our Mishnah is not does not seem to be in in uh, uh, does not seem to be aligned with the complete opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. Because again, if it's Rabbi Shmuel then the first guy who's a victim should be the first one to receive. And if it's Rabbi Akiva, then by, when it damaged Yehuda, the, the remaining uh, uh, amount should be divided amongst all the partners. It shouldn't go to the next uh, victim before him. It shouldn't, all, it shouldn't go to Levi. Answers the Gemara, says that they are Bali Chavis in all these cases, that the victim is considered a lender, somebody who collect money. The Kashlach, you're going to ask, I... If you're considered a Balchayv, Achra and Achra and Nizba, Rishon, Rishon, you should be the first one who got damaged, should collect first. I'll tell you what happened. The last victim already just grabbed it. And they, I'm sorry, the first victims took the ox and they became a Shemir Sachar, like a paid guardian uh, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to damages. And hence, they are also responsible in uh, in the ox scoring, and since the ox scored, we're going to shove the responsibility back upon them. Because by taking the ox, not only do you become uh, granted your bachayv, but now you become achroi. And if it's your achrayis, you need to make payment. And since you need to make payment, only the last guy is going to be the first one to receive compensation. He's the one who's going to be paid back first. But really, you're a bachayv. In other words, really, you do collect first. I, but you already collected your Shemizachar, so now that puts the, the onus on you. Says Yachi, if we're dealing with where Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, each one, as they got gored, grabbed the ox. by Why did Mishnah say that if there's extra payment after Yehuda's paid off his Chatzinezek, we're now going to pay off Levi, it should say you go back to the original owner. What we mean is if there's any, any uh, money left, from the payment and the damages, then Yachzir Lishalavanov, it's gonna be it's gonna be paid back to uh, it's gonna be be paid back to Levi. But the bottom line is, our mission is agreeing that the owner does keep his part of the original owner. We'll call him Yanko, right? Who's Axgord does retain part of the ownership. That the reason for our Mishnah is because these guys each grabbed the ox, they, the ox went out and damaged, it's, now, it's their negligence, and that's why we have the halacha, that the last guy is going to be the one who may collect first. According to Rava, bottom line, Rava wants to learn a Mishnah like this, just take a step back and gain clarity. Our Mishnah, which says that you pay the last guy, the Mishnah says it's not because the first guy all become owners. That's what we thought when we learned the Mishnah. Each one's now a part owner. Last guy gets paid first. Says the Gemara Nishtazai. No, that's not why. Really, they're all Balchayfs. Each victim's a Balchayf. They're not a part owner. They're a lender who collect. They grabbed the ox as a Balchayf. They took on Shmira. They took on the responsibility to guard as a Shemir Sachar. And they were negligent. Hence, when Yehuda gets uh, damaged, that's why they're all uh, kicking in. And our entire Mishnah could be the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel, that it's a Balchayv. Says the Gemara. Excuse me. Yeah. So now says the Gemara. What was the bottom line that we just said? The town of our Mishnah is Rabbi Yishmael. And each, each victimizing owner, each, each owner that's been victimized, is collecting money as a Balchayv. So Bamayu Kimta, Rabbi Yishmael. 
Yachi, if that's true, let's say the end of the Mishnah, Rib Shimon, Rib Shimon says, Shoshavim, Masayim, Shagach, Shoshavim, Masayim, a $200 axe. Gorzan, another $200 axe. The carcass worth nothing. Zenay Tomar, the original owner, takes a hundred. Zenay Tomar, the victim takes him on another hundred. That's how they're splitting. Now what happens? Chazar, Benagach, Shor, Acher, Shav, Masayim. This axe that's already been divided in value. It gores another 200 zuz, or we'll call it dollar. So now the second victim takes $100 of value. And the first two guys, the original owner plus Reuven, the first victim, will divide the other 100. Each one will take 50. If let's say this ox now goes and gores Levi's ox, so now Levi is going to take 100. Shimon is going to hold on to 50. Now remember, this ox is only worth 200. So 100 is going to Levi. 50 is going to Shimon. And now there's only $50 left to be divided amongst the previous two. Each one's going to take a golden dinner, which is 25 zuz. That halacha does not work with Rabbi Shmuel. Because Asan the Rebbe Akiva, that seems to follow the opinion of Rebbe Akiva, who says everybody becomes a partner as the Aks Gurs, the Damar, Tura, the Shutvi, Ninu. And since they're partners, they are responsible for any, uh, any further damage that comes into place. Say, Reisha, Rebbe Shmuel, the Sefer Rebbe Akiva, now you're establishing the Reisha of our Mishnah to be like Rebbe Shmuel, because that's what we said before, that was Rebbe's approach. The whole, the Mishnah's Rebbe Shmuel, who says they're Bachayim. But in the Seifa, it has to be Rabbi Akiva. We don't like switching authors in middle. Answers the Gemara. Amri, they said, and that's Taka what happened though. You may not like it, but the last letter of the Aleph base is tough. That's the way it is. In the Ha'amar Leishmol, Rabbi Yehuda, Shinin, a sharp one, Shavaik Mastisim, Besab Asroi. You have to leave our Mishnah and. And uh, follow the follow this approach, which is Reisha Rabbi Shmuel. The Reisha is the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel, who says you're a Balchayiv. It's safe on the end of the Mishnah is Rabbi Akiva. It Marnami will just read through these parentheses. We'll learn through this. Amar Nizik Ika Be That if the Nizik uh, makes it hectic, that's going to be another practical difference. Now the reason why it's in parentheses is because it's not really connected to our Gemara over here. In other words, if you're a partner in something. That if the victim is a partner in it, then he has a right to make it hectish because he's a taka part owner. If he's just a bachayv, he has no right to uh, to make it hectish. Okay. Tzan hasam. We learned in the Mishnah later on in our Hilgim Masechta somebody who screams, shouts, blows a sound into his friend's ear, nice and lysella. You have to pay him a sella. Now, this is kind of like, and I explain it. An American dollar and a Canadian dollar. Two words, but they have different values. So there's two types of sella, as the Gemara is about to teach us. You have to pay a sella, Rabbi Yudah, Aymer, Mishum, Rabbi Yisak, Lili, you pay him a money. You're going to pay a, uh, you're going to pay a money. Okay. Now, a money is 25 times the value of a sella. Okay. Now, a sella, as, as we mentioned about the dollars, there was a, a cheaper sella and a more expensive sella. It was a, we'll call a standard sella. And then something called a, a kesef tsuri, or a sella tsuri, which was worth eight times the amount of a regular sella. So a sella, we'll call it as 25 cents, and a sella tsuri is $2. 
It'll be eight times the amount. Or you could say a sell is a hundred dollars, and a sell is four is uh, is eight hundred dollars. It's going to be eight times whatever a regular sell is. So this Mishnah just says if you scream into your friend's ear, you're going to have to pay him a sell. Now, what's the sell? You'd think if you did damage, you have to pay for damage. So the Allah is that's true. Here we're referring to embarrassment compensation. When you scream into somebody's ear or blow a noise into somebody's ear and they get scared, it's embarrassing for them. And therefore there's a flat fine, a flat fee that you're going to have to pay for the bishas, for the uh, for the intended embarrassment, in addition to any possible damage or loss of hearing that was caused. So, Hahu Gavr, there was a fellow. The Tukul Chavri, he... He uh, blew into his friend's ear. Shochi Reb Tuvia by Master Kavidar Yosef. Salatzuri Tiran, I Salamadina Tiran. Is it eight times the amount or an eighth of the amount? Is it a Salatzuri or a standard? Amarlei and Yisua. We learned in our Mishnah, our case. Ushtaimer Yishayim Dinar Zov. The last two guys take twenty-five, um, take uh, twenty-five zuz, which is one dinner. So what? What does that have to do with a sella? If you're going to tell me that we're dealing with a a uh, regular sella, we could keep going and say, oh, and if it goes again, make it 12 and a half. From the fact that we don't keep going, making it 12 and a half, which means that the Mishnah usually deals with a sella tzuri. Sella tzuri, not a standard sella. They said to him, No, no, no. For the fact that we don't keep going from 25 to 12 and a half, and then what are you going to do? Six and a quarter? Yeah, and then three and an eighth? Like, what are you talking about? Just because the mission doesn't keep going, the, the mission's not here to peddle information for us. My havalah. Says Gemara, okay, bottom line. Very nice. You, you, don't, you don't have a proof down from the Mishnah. But what is the bottom line halacha? Is it when you pay, do you pay with a Selah Tzuri? Or do you pay with a Selah Medina? Pashtua meha dam rav They answered this from this rav yudah said in the name of rav kol kasav rav b'tayra kasav tzuri. Whenever you're going to have to pay a sella biblically, that means a tzuri sella the eight times the amount sella the more valuable sella v'shel devreim. If you ever obligated a rabbinic sella, that's going to be kasav medina. That's going to be a ordinary sella, a regular sella, which is an eighth of the amount. Okay, so remember this sugya. Not the sugya, but this question started with the story. Okay, we said you have to pay a sella. Rabbi Yehuda said you, um, uh, the Tanakhama said you have to pay a seller. Rabbi Yehuda said a mana. And then we said there was a guy who was taka. Uh, says the Gemara, um, so they told him he's going to have to pay. Um, he's going to have to pay the lesser amount because it's a dindarabonon. The amount that you pay is dindarabonon. So he's going to pay the lesser amount. So here's what happened. The guy who got embarrassed says, seriously, I'm going to get a sellout worth 25 cents? Gavra, the victim said, if it's such a small amount, no thank you. I'm not interested. Give it to Tzedakah. Give it to Tzedakah. It was a joke. And then after he said that, he said to Rabbi Yosef, actually, yeah, I'll take it. Because I'll go, uh, I'll go, uh, you know, wash myself off with it. He, he's basically saying like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go outside and I, I, I need to relax. I'm very stressed out. I'll go buy myself a, a corned beef sandwich with it or whatever. Okay, I'll take it. So listen to what happens. Amalei Rabbi Yisif. So Rabbi Yisif said to him, uh-uh, uh-uh, guess what? You ain't getting it. 
Kvar zochu be'aniyim, the aniyim already acquired it. By you saying, Nesve la'aniyim, give it to the poor, it's theirs. You can't even have this. Ah, you're going to tell me, did the aniyim acquire it yet? He says, yeah, I'll tell you why. And by you saying that you don't want the money that I'm holding here and ready to give to you, when you said give to Aniyam, as soon as it, since it's in my hand, the Aniyam already acquired it. The Amar Abiyu Amar Shmuel, Abiyu Amar Shmuel says, Yisaimim Tapa Tomorrow's Daf, Enam Trichim Prozbul. When it comes to, when it comes to Shmita. Uh, um, Removing a loan, it only removes personal loans. It does not remove loans that could be collected by a bezdin. So what a principal does is it transfers the individual loan over to a bezdin. He says, anytime you owe money to an orphan, it's, uh, a shmita does not knock it off because the bezdin has a right to collect it. It's as if bezdin already has it in their possession, so too it's already considered in my possession, says Rabbi Yosef, and you cannot even have this lesser amount. I already acquired it. As soon as you said it should be given. Because Reb Gamliel and his Bezdin are considered the Avia and are considered the parents, the fathers of the Yisayman. Last story, listen to this. And the story reminds me of an incident. I'll tell you the incident in Yeshiva. So there was a guy in, when I was in high school who uh, was, uh, was told he was missing Shachris. So he was told next time he misses Shachris, um, he was told next time he misses Shachris, it's going to be a $10 knas. It's going to be a $10 fine. So he missed Shachris. And he was called in. And he, he was told $10. Knas, missing Shachris. So he had a 20. So the Rebbe said, I'm sorry, I don't have $10 change. He says, okay, keep it for tomorrow. Yeah? All right. So, <laughs> so, so listen to this story. Chanon Bisha, Chanon the Russia, the, 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 the embarrassed one. The embarrassed one. He, he, he didn't act. Alpid Derech Takalu Gavra. So he, uh, you know, blew into his friend's ear. Yeah, scared him. Omar Ostakamed Ravuna Omarlei Zilavli Paga de Zuza. Go give him a half a Zuz. Havale Zuzo Macha. So he had a little worn out Zuz. Now, a worn out Zuz, it's a Zuz. Lamaisa, you're allowed to use it for payment, but since it was worn out, it's kind of like a, a dollar that's been torn into three parts. You need to tape it together. People aren't so excited about it. He was told he had to pay a half a zuz. He only had a whole zuz that was worn out. So, um, so he, he went around asking people for change. You have change of a worn out zuz, and he wanted two half zuzes to pay. And nobody wanted to give it to him because they didn't want the worn out zuz. No thank you. Uh, so he couldn't, he couldn't uh, cash it out. So what did he do? He went back to the guy and blew into his ear again. And gave him the whole zuz. All right. <laughs> so he did it again. Another half a zuz. And he gave him the whole Allah. Which is a number of things. First of all, the fact that the, the Gemara here calls him wicked. Yeah. The Gemara calls him wicked. He call, we call him Chonam Bisha. For acting like this, for doing something like this, it's usually when somebody gets knast or somebody needs to pay compensation. There's a message involved. There's a a, a fixing involved. It's not the way you act. So first of all, he didn't take any message. So we call him Chanan Bisha. We're supposed to learn from our mistakes and not be foolish about it. We also learn, by the way, that a, a dollar is a dollar. A zuz is a zuz, even if it's worn out and people don't want it. Lamaisa, if you're obligated to pay a specific amount and you have that amount, even if it's not the ideal form of payment, it would be permitted. 
to uh, um, would be permitted to uh, blow into his friend's ear, and the fact that they also obligate him in azuz shows that when you blow into your friend's ear, you have to pay the cheaper sella, you have to pay the ordinary sella, the sella medina, and it's not a responsibility to pay the sella <coughs> tzuri, which was um, which was eight times the amount. Okay, we're up to the next mishnah on daflamet zayin. Bezeshem, we'll pick up from here at six thirty p.m. On Matzi Shabbos, have a wonderful, beautiful Shabbos, everybody, and a Freilich and